Blog Talk Radio. Yo, hey yo, regardless of rain or snow, sleet or hail, I kick street tails, choking niggas like I'm free well, golden state, holding your face in the palm of my hand, blow you away like it's part of the plan, I gotta call it like I see it, talking like I be it, walking my walk, thugged out, orthopedic, cause I'm soon to be up, give me room, watch me heat up, niggas try to stick me like I threw Louima, follow the leader, make me go extra hard, yo Norris, should I hold back or show the repertoire, quit at 16 or throw an extra ball, just for the non-believers, I show them why it's so hard to reach us. I get pussy with my father's speeches. Puff heavily. See me at 6'1. Weigh a buck 70. Catch me in spots y'all niggas never be. Packed in like Green Bay. Harlem week to Queen Day. Performing a cappella. No DJ. 98 live. No replay. Make it seem easy. So tell a friend and tell a friend that it's them again. No, Wow, Champagne on the rocks. Pouring the Fort Knox. Lazarus. Shark salad with carrots. Corn chops and applesauce. Twin connection. Disrespect and watch your body cave. And pump the shoddy gauge Hit the shorty while he potty training I ain't playing, I'm truly the worst To be the first to get his whole body fully reversed Who's in your hurts, leave you double dead I'm a bubble head I never listen to nothing my mother said And yo, I hold niggas ransom for money like Johnny Handsome The son of niggas so long, I think I got a grand So my passion is money A stash and a honey that won't ask no questions But it'll blast anybody, that's my kind of girl Kind of world I wanna live in, not a cell Or a prison or in hell So I'm getting just a little ghetto Where my niggas control the middle Sure, sure, sure. Break it on. Well, you 
get it started. Let's get it started with the uh, with the quick three. Uh, this week's quick three is actually very very focused on the NFL actually because there are three stories that came out of uh, the start of mini camps this week that were really something that want to bring to everybody's attention. The first story being uh, the day one mini camp for the Kansas City Chiefs on Tuesday saw the turn to the field of uh, their leading rusher, of uh, Kansas City's leading rusher, Jamal Charles. As many people remember, Charles underwent knee surgery from a torn ACL back in week five of last season. Um, in October and participated in warm-ups and went through individual drills um, on the first day of minicamp for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, according to the Chiefs' uh, website, it has been 247 days since uh, Jamal Charles was on the field, and so he was on the field for the first time since October. Good look on him. Looks like the Chiefs might have their primary uh, member of their offense back uh, this season and ready to go. So that's a big story. Uh, another big story is for number two on the quick three is another man who's been out due to injury uh, that has finally returned to the field, and that would be New York Giants wide receiver Victor Cruz. Uh, Victor Cruz has not been on the field for a game since 2004 due to various injuries, but the veteran wideout was seen running routes and catching passes during individual drills before sending out the team portion of practice. That was according to NewJersey.com. This is actually Cruz's first real work since essentially last summer. Largely, um, as you know, he missed 26 straight games with knee and calf issues. But this is a major step for Cruz saying, you know, he said, quote, I feel good, I'm just about there. So, uh, the pro- the plan is for Cruz to be a full go for the start of training camp, which is going to start on July the 28th, uh, saying that this week is a turning point. Uh, so, Victor Cruz also returning to the like, returning to the field after number of 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 time off with the injuries. And the final story of the quick three has to do with uh, Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell. Mark Matt, who is a radio host in Pittsburgh, uh, and as many people remember, he was a former commentator for WCW for about a couple of years, uh, put out a rumor that Le'Veon Bell missed uh, a drug test, which would lead to a suspension, given the fact that he was already suspended before Fort Field. Uh, he was already suspended for being arrested with possession of marijuana. Uh, but the running back refuted the report, saying that, quote, uh, saying that he, um, that he was fine, that he couldn't keep talking about the drug test, uh, and that he doesn't get upset or let it bother him that the report was out there, but he basically was saying, without saying in so many words, that the report was false. Uh, uh, Mark Batten would refute his, uh, Le'Veon Bell's refusion of the, uh, of the report saying, quote, on Twitter, quote, everyone believes that Lev, Lev Bell is telling the truth, huh? Okay. Now, again, Bell was suspended for two games at the start of last season for violation of league drug policy after being charged with possession of marijuana in 2014. He was given a 15-month probation sentence and his driver's license was suspended for two months. And Bell told reports that he's been clean ever since. So, got two guys that are returning to... Uh, the field for the first time in months, and you got one guy who lets people know that, hey, I'm still going to be on the field. I have not done anything wrong. That's a quick three for today. All right. Um, 
story I want to uh, actually start off with. Uh, legendary hockey, legendary hockey player Gordy Howe uh, passed away on June 10th. There wasn't a reported cause of his death, but there was no cause of his death. But Howe's casket was brought to Joe Louis Joe Louis Arena. To the home of the uh, the home of the Detroit Red Wings for public viewing on June 14th. That lasted from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. in honor of no- number nine. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, Scott Bowman, and the Detroit Tigers great Alkaline acted as Paul Bears for the event. For those who don't know uh, how he played 34 seasons. With the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, with the Detroit Red Wings. Rest in peace. It, it was one of the rare situations where someone stayed with the team for their entire career, um, and the funeral was actually back today. Detroit at the Cathedral, the most blessed sacrament in Detroit. Um, so he was late to rest. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, Steve Eisen, Steve uh, Stevie Y, Steve Eisenman, uh were among those in attendance for the uh, Howell funeral. And uh, his son did the eulogy. And one of the things that his son said, which I think resonates with a lot of people who are in sports, is that he said about his father, the only people he didn't like were referees, which I think a lot of people would agree with. But, uh, yeah. But... Gordy Howe, one, one stat about Gordy Howe in his 30s is um, in his years with the Detroit Red Wings, he did win four Stanley Cups with the Detroit Red Wings, which is why they were, so they were called Hockey Town because uh, of Gordy Howe. So rest in peace to Gordy Howe. Uh, let's, so, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, rest or uh, the rest of the side of things. Uh, yeah. Well, for those who follow wrestling, you know this Sunday. You know this Sunday. Uh, there's a pay per view money in a bank. This pay-per-view is actually will be live in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. So, Cham, let's actually uh, go over the preview. about the fact that this pay-per-view has, has a bigger fight feel than the biggest show of the year. So, um, let's, let's look over this. Uh, first, you know, of course, of course you have the, um, you have the uh, money that, uh, that you have, that, that takes place where the winner Jericho. We have these six guys all uh, 
all these guys who are looking to become money in the bank, put some money in the bank. Um, what are your thoughts on that, man? About the money in the bank match overall, man, honestly, I think this this has the possibility of being the best match possibly of the year, not only of the night. Uh, think about it. I mean, you have so much, you have you have so much talent in the, in the ring. You do have Sami Zayn. You got Kevin Owens. You have Chris Jericho. You also have who did I miss out? I say Owens, Jericho, Zayn, Del Rio, Ambrose. And Cesaro, you have so much talent in the ring. Honestly, I still, I'm still sticking to my picks, though. I still think Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose. Will be, will actually be the two that it'll come down to. I think this, I think this match itself will fill the show. Possibly be the best match of this year. I just I still think that Dean Ambrose is going to be the one that wins it, but my backup pick to win would probably be Sammy. Would probably be Sammy Zayn, but I mean, who knows? One of the one of those two is going to be is going to be coming to money in the bank out of those six. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, I got it. Um, honestly, I mean, I thought about Sammy Zayn, but I think. I think he. I can see. I don't think I'll see, I can see him catching it. I just. I, I don't know if I can see him winning it yet. Uh, honestly, I think he'll be uh, United States slash Ashley Chapman before they even consider him even getting the money in the main briefcase. Because uh, honestly, I, I think that would be the best move for him right now. This at uh, this point of his career, unless they're going to completely do a. a Damian Sandow to him, and that would be a, that would just be a complete waste. It would be a complete waste, and um, I just I hope that that doesn't happen. But it, that's my fear is that it, that could happen. But if this is somebody like Dean, Dean Ambrose, who they have been trying to push to be the next top face behind uh, Roman Reigns, then hopefully they don't. You know, if he does, they don't. That is uh, taking place on the on the card, uh, which is recently uh, which was recently added, is a matchup a tag team women's division matchup where the women's champion Charlotte and uh, her newfound bestie Dana Brooke are going to be facing the team of Natalia and uh, Becky Lynch. Now everybody remembers that uh, Charlotte you know, kicked her father to the curb and then been rolling with with uh, Dana Brooks and everything like that. So, you know, now he's going to be in a tag team against Natty and Lynch, who were somewhat teammates for, for a brief little period um, with uh, PCB. Uh, I just say, I think that that's, you know, given what happened on Raw with Dana and Charlotte, I think that Dana and Charlotte could probably lose this matchup, and then this should, you know, hopefully set up a chance for Natty to once again get a shot at the Women's Championship, who knows, but uh, we'll see. But that match is, is taking place, and it's not going to be on the kickoff show either. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no title match should be on the kickoff show. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Well, it's not a title match. That's the one thing about it. It's not a title match. It's just, uh, you know, them, them four, like them four, them four women going at in a tag match. So for the nine million nine hundred thousand time, we get Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. 
uh, during the kickoff show. And that where that is where it rightfully belongs on the kickoff show. Honestly, at this point, this feud has been stale since the since the second time they faced each other. Um, this is one problem I do have with WWE. They're trying to they they keep running stale feuds when they don't have nothing for someone. At this point, we know they don't have nothing left for Dolph Ziggler. I mean, you can see it. I mean, it's, the writing has been on the wall for the past two years. Uh, Corbin, eh, honestly, I don't think they, uh, whatever they had planned, I'm not saying it. Uh, I think they pretty much scratched off anything they had planned for him originally. I mean, he goes from winning uh, Andre Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania, debuting at WrestleMania at that. To having a long drawn out stale feud with Dolph Ziggler, there has to be something wrong here. Yeah. Uh, well, we know uh, it is. Another I mean. match. Yeah. And then we got another match on that's going to be on the kickoff show as well. Uh, Apollo Cruz and Sheamus are going to go at it one on one. Everybody remember Sheamus went after uh, Apollo Cruz backstage. Yep. They've been like going at each other, so they're gonna finally face off. Uh, they're gonna finally face off against each other uh, on the kickoff show. So, you know, that's exactly where that match is going. Uh, you also have the United States Championship, uh, which is actually back for the show on the kickoff. It's actually going to be on the main show uh, between Rusev and Titus O'Neil. Uh, a lot of people are. Have a hard time predicting who's going to win this one because, on the one hand, you have Rusev who's only been the champion for about a month, and then you have, on the other hand, Titus O'Neil who just came off of suspension and, you know, was being pushed before his suspension. Now, you know, he's back at it again, so you have that going on. Um, I want to actually get my opinion. Here's, on this here's enough. Okay. You ready for that? All right. I'm ready. I think, I think that the reason that why Rusev won a belt was to be a transitional champion. You think about it. Think so. Every time you see an advertisement for WWE, you're starting to see Titus O'Neil's face on it. I mean, I remember I went to Tyson's Corner Mall. WWE had several ads from different charities that they had. And guess who face that they had on it? Titus O'Neil. So I mean, I, I mean, you can't stop them from pushing this guy because I mean, they're see, this guy's already getting them so much exposure. This guy's already having this guy's faces all over a lot of this stuff that they're promoting as far as charities and organizations, plus everything else that they got. Everything else that they do, like I mean, you see Titus O'Neil. It's like he's starting to slowly become that face that goes to make a wish or helps with the be a star program or other other or other organizations or charities like that. So he's becoming their publicity face. So at this point, I think that they're in a direction to push him because of that. I mean, how many other guys? Who were mid card? You seen get that much exposure? I mean, he's he's been getting a lot of good press for them. A lot of good press, a press that you would think a main a main event star would get for them. And this is just Titus O'Neil. Right. I mean right. that. Right. I I mean I guess it pays when you have that positive image. I think I think what may end up happening is uh, Titus O'Neil wins by disqualification this Sunday, which will set up a rematch uh, next either next month pay per view or uh, which will have to be a next month pay per view, and then depending on what happens there, if he wins it, and they'll probably have one more rematch at at SummerSlam, 
uh, which will, you know, end the, end the feud once and for all, things like that. Uh, another match that's on the card could be awesome. It's the Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Tag Team Championships, the New Day, defending against three teams that are being represented in the WWE era. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the club, Enzo and Cass, and the Vaughn Dillon, uh, which that should be. That should be a fun match to watch. That's a good it really match. should. I mean, I'll tell you, that. you had four good tag teams in one match. You have the New Day, who's been killing it for almost a year. They've been killing the tag team division for almost a complete year. Then you have Gallo for Anderson, who came over from New, from, uh, New, New Japan, then you got Enzo and Cass in the Wild Villains who came over from NXT. This should be a very interesting match. <laughs> I think this will possibly be one of the top matches of the night based on the overall talent, the entertainment of the New Day, and Enzo Marlin. What you think about this? What you think about this champ? Who you got winning? I, I, I love the idea. I love this idea. I love, you know, the whole thought of it. A nice, you know, a fatal four way between four very popular teams. I mean, even even though the club and the Bob Dylan's are heels, I mean, they're still very good teams. I think that. I think that the New Day comes out on top. I think that they're going to try to ride the New Day. And have them break uh, the Brian Kendrick and Paul London uh, record for longest reign as tag team champions. Uh, I don't see them dropping them as of yet, especially you know to the three teams who. I mean, if they had to drop them, if they had to drop the championships, I think if they would drop the championships to Anderson and Gallows because of the fact that. They were so dominant and were tag champions over in Japan for such a long time that they're already they're already pretty championship made. Uh, exactly. So if they haven't dropped titles, they, that's who they will probably drop into with the club. Um, but I just don't see that happening. Um, and another match that's going to happen. Uh, John Cena versus AJ Styles rematched everybody's called The man who's been the face of WWE for a number of years versus um, uh, a man who's been the face of uh, TNA, ROH, New Japan for years, and AJ Styles. What, what, what do you think about that? Honestly, I think this uh, this will be possibly a WrestleMania caliber match. I mean. As far as hype wise, yeah. Overall, you have the man who's been a face of WWE since for over ten years versus the man who was built helped built TNA brick by damn brick by damn brick. The man who's been the face of Ring of Honor, New Japan, all these other organizations in AJ Styles. Now you finally get them in a WWE ring. I mean, yes, Money in the Bank is a pay-per-view, but honestly, I feel as though this match should be on a bigger pay-per-view, such as SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. But I'm not going to complain because we're actually getting this match early. Uh, I don't see an actual field building off of this. Not saying that this will be the only time they'll face each other, but I don't see a few storyline-wise building off this one match. Uh, This could be the beginning of really the run of AJ Styles in the WWE. Because, I mean, this will be possibly the AJ taking a torch. Because at this point, I mean... (laughs) Cena's at that point of his career where he's pretty much putting over talent. I mean, he's there to help them uh, draw money, but at this time, you don't really need Cena to be the top guy anymore. 
So, honestly, I think AJ will get the win in this match. And it will help launch AJ's run in WWE. I tend to agree. Uh, I think that Cena is at that point in his career. He's been world champion 15 times. He's been U.S. champion uh, two, three times. He's been a tag champion. I mean, he's done pretty much a lot in, in the WWE. I think at this point now, it's time for him to just kind of step aside. Not really step aside, but definitely, you know, put some, put some other guys over. I mean, you really can't call AJ young a younger talent because AJ's been in this game for a long time. I mean, time. we know that, but but I mean, the fact that he, you know, right. he's not a w, originally w, originally WWE guy. Yeah, that's what I meant by that. I think because <laughs> so technically yeah, they're I both think, the same age. Yeah, that that's what needs to happen. Is that I think that AJ Styles, you know, I think AJ Styles should win this match. Uh, does he win this match? Who knows? I think he should. Uh, be honest with you. Uh, and then the, the main event for the world championship, world heavyweight championship. Uh, Seth Rollins made a shocking return at Extreme Rules, uh, and just 24 hours after Extreme Rules, was given his opportunity to face Roman Reigns for the world heavyweight championship. I think I already know where you're going to go with this. But go ahead and, and speak on it there, Jill. As excited as I am to see that, to see Seth Rollins return, I think they're going to have booty hair. Hold the belt until SummerSlam, which is my biggest fear. Every day I see him come down to the ring with the belt. I just want to hang myself. It's really that bad. No, I'm I'm just sorry. That's how I really feel. Like I mean, God, why did he put the strap on his guy? Why is he still champion? Why are you still trying to feed the WWE universe that this is this guy is the guy? Well, apparently he's not. He still can't cut promos. He still can't get him over. Hell, you brought back the Rock. Going to feud with Brock Lesnar, and still couldn't get him over. I mean, no matter what you do, you give him a top face moment, and he still can't get over. WWE, please, I beg of you. I'll get on my hands and knees. Please. In this Sunday. Please. Please. Take the WWE Universe out its misery of having this Vince McMahon guy as your champion. Because he is not the future. He is not the face. He is not the guy. I don't care if he's a good guy. I don't care if he's a bad guy. But he is not the guy. Oh, and believe that. I'm done. I read an article the other day, and it made me shake my head. I was like, what? There is some internal talk backstage that they're going to do, they're going to have Roman Reigns do what they did with Nikki Bella and AJ Lee's title run. They're going to have Roman Reigns erase CM Punk out of the record books for longest reign as a world champion. No. If that's if that if that if that happens, I I will No. No. 
pick it, they need to pick another guy. Because honestly, there was also talks about between it was talks backstage about Triple H having a conversation with Shane, saying that neither one believes that Roman is the guy. To have him have a long, stale post title reign does not help your product, especially when you have guys who are more proven and more ready to be that guy. That should, that, that should and could break that record would be a better fit for it. He's going to win Sunday, but for him to break him to erase CM Punk, no, he can't. He shouldn't be the man that does it. Not by a long shot. No, I, I agree. I, I agree, but I mean that's what, that's what's going to happen. out of wrestling uh, to real quick about NHL and, you know, things like that. Uh, Bobby Bruce has been making some news as a commission. We know he, he was seen at NXT TakeOver the end last week, and now he's actually made his debut overseas during the NXT, NXT UK tour. Uh, actually, there's a video right now that I'm watching that was close to one of our wrestling groups of him dancing with No Way Jose, and prior to that, he actually made his official debut in NXT in a match against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, the night uh, a couple nights before that. So, so it's like you got Bobby Roode is now part of the NXT roster, and that just really really put the nail in the coffin. Of, of impact. Who, by the way, I don't know if you heard this, but yesterday, Impact Wrestling had problems with getting their show put on the air on Pop yesterday. That Pop had to show almost 90 minutes just of commercials until they could get the problem fixed to air their air their pre-recorded show. Now, if that doesn't tell you how low Impact Wrestling is. I don't know what does. Yo, Impact just needs to rest in peace. <laughs> just, just for the plug, because I mean, it's been on life support for like the past several years. Ever since Bischoff and Hogan put their hands on it, that was the beginning of the de- that was the beginning of its death. Now it's just on life support. I mean. Just put a plug. See if, you, if if I'm smart, I would try to see if I could sell the copy to someone who can financially support it, and hopefully they will bring in a real professional wrestling mind to save whatever's left of it. But if I can't, just put a plug. I mean, you had a great run years ago, but your product has been awful. It's at a point where you're barely doing live shows. Your promos <laughs> or trying to hype up 
you know, hype for pay-per-views are horrible. And at one point, y'all was giving away pay-per-views on on cable. Last year's Slam anniversary was on tape, was on regular cable. Destination America. It was a two-part episode of Impact. I mean, so at this point, just let it go. It's this time. It's, it's, it's about that time where you just need to stay down. I mean, I feel sorry for some of the talent that they do have. <laughs> Even though I possibly at this moment, I can't name more than possibly name more than five superstars that's there, and that's sad. <laughs> But it is well, they had their point. Just let it go. They had they had their you know they had anniversary this past weekend as well, which uh, a lot of people probably didn't give a rat's ass about and everything like that. Uh, apparently, Jeff Hardy beat Matt Hardy in a full metal mayhem match, which whatever. Uh, Bobby Lashley is once again their world champion, uh, and some some other people became new champions and. Uh, and other things, like, guys. Honestly, it's like I would say I want to watch because of Bob Lashley. Because I mean, I ain't gonna. I, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still a fan of Bobby Lashley. I mean, I think, I think he's a, a, a solid powerhouse performer that could use that could use a Paul Heyman like manager, but. At this point, I, I'm just like, uh, not even likely can save this product. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, I'm looking on the website now just to see who the champion. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, 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 uh, congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they defeated the San Jose Sharks in six games, uh, four to two, uh, by winning three to one on June 12th to claim yet another Stanley Cup. Uh, so congratulations to them. But I hope they they know that that's to the short lived because come next year, I'm sure that everybody will be gunning for them. Um, but for right now, they are the stand, they will be holding on to more Stanley Cup for the next year. So congratulations to them. They uh, made it to the finals. Definitely a long hard road for for them. Uh, make it to the playoffs. They they had an easy first okay. round. They defeated the Rangers. They defeated the Rangers four to one. Then they defeated the Caps. Second round, four to two. Their tough road was in the uh, conference finals, where they went all the way. They went seven games against Tampa Bay before defeating them uh, at home in Game Seven. And then the Stanley Cup Finals, they defeat San Jose in six games. So uh, once again, congratulations to Pittsburgh. But you know, we'll see what happens. Next. All right. Okay, I'm I'm back. I'm back with the champions. Okay. So. Okay. But of course, your exhibition champion is Eddie Edwards, one uh, of the Wolves. He's the no, exhibition he lost champion. that Sunday. He lost Sunday. Oh wow! They need to update that. He page. lost Sunday too. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. That's how you know how broke they are. They haven't even updated their page yet. Yeah, no, he lost that. So they're actually promoting him still as champion. Nah, he lost. For the impact wrestling uh, This is terrible. Nah, he lost. He lost. He lost to that Bama that that Maria Canales brought into uh, TNA. The one that I think it was Mike Bennett. I think it was. I think I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, because so they saying he has a match with Trevor Lee. Or maybe Eddie. You know what? I don't even know. <laughs> That's how much I pay You have the the decay 
They still have him as a champion. <laughs> Eli yeah, Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli Drake is the uh, King of the Mountain champion. Oh, my God. Why? They should have just kept it as a television champion. And that, that was it. And But, of course, you had Bobby Lashley as your world heavyweight champion. Yes, I think I think that they did update the, the page. I'm, I'm about to check the plan for the now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eddie Edwards is the ex champion. All right, so they did. They did. Yeah, they. Yeah, they have. Uh, they have Eddie Edwards as the new champion. Yeah, so they so they yeah. did. Okay. I can't hear you. What you say? between him and LeBron James. Uh, Chad, what are your thoughts on that whole situation between LeBron and Draymond Green? And do you feel that he should have been suspended? contact and attempting to step over him like Allen Iverson did to, to Tyron Lou 15 years ago. The difference was Draymond fell for it and LeBron got his wish by not getting him 
by getting him out of there. Now the NBA does want to extend the finals because they know Golden State could have easily won game five with Draymond Green in it. Now here's the question that I I'm, I might have to ask, like, how far are they trying to expand this series to six games or seven? Because honestly, I think it might be something fishy with game six. But I also I actually want to bring somebody on to talk while we still have some time left. Uh, seven eight 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 nine. Welcome to the Skybox. Good evening, fellas. How are you all? We're great. How are you? Much good, fellas. I don't know if I don't know if y'all can hear me with all the static, but yeah, we can. Okay. What do you guys think of Andre? Whatever that guy, the, who was the center of the um, Warriors that is now out for the rest of the series? Oh, Andrew Bogut. Oh, that's another that's another topic I, I meant to bring up. Uh, Andrew Bogut got hurt in Game Five. He hurt his knee, and he will be out for the remainder of the finals. So that should also play key to this series as we have possible two games left of it. But like they have said on ESPN, no one has ever recovered from three to one or three to two in the finals. In the finals. That is true. Zero but to thirty two games. Same time, you never know. I mean, history can be made at You're any exactly given time. Right. But honestly, I think I think Golden State will hopefully close out this series and not let Cleveland hang around. Yes. Yes. The game game six is in Cleveland, but I still think that Golden State will pull it out. If not, they will go back to go. Go back to Oakland to close it out. It is a real nail biter. I have to say that much. I want. I just want to see them close it out because as long as LeBron doesn't get another ring, I'm happy. He's gonna cry on the plane. I want to watch him cry in the car, cry on the plane home. Okay. Um. Uh... Honestly, I don't want to see LeBron win another ring. People no, no. call me a LeBron hater. I don't care. I'll own up to it. I was never a fan of this guy. Me neither. Anytime where I see a grown man stop stop in the middle of playing defense to cry over a foul that he didn't get or cry over calls or does some of the biggest, biggest bitch moves in the game, like people say, Kobe and Jordan cried over fouls, but LeBron he takes it to another extreme. I he acts like he got flagrant. I mean, all the time. I mean, then this guy flops all the time. It doesn't matter against who. I don't want to see a six-eight Bama flopping against the point guard. Right. Then you have the fact that he lacks that killer instinct. The reason why he put up 41 was because there was no Draymond Green. Exactly. There's a a huge chance that he will not put up 41 in game six. I will, however, commend Kyrie Irving, though, because he's been balling in these finals. Three consecutive games of 30, 30 points or more in the finals. If Cleveland wins this series, If Cleveland wins this series, he has to get finals MVP. Mm. I have a tremendous respect for Kyrie Irving for his ability because he's one hell of a baller when he tries. When he he when he puts in puts forth the ever, he puts in work. 
But I would like to see Curry get another ring. Honestly, I think he I will have another ring. Golden State is pretty. The Warriors are pretty much that team now. They're that team that the NBA. That they're pretty much the best team in the NBA, and also, I don't think the NBA will have them lose. If I mean, considering that they want to rate games, have them lose after going seventy-three and nine. I mean, they broke the Bulls' record for a reason. So, with that said, they should be able to get this done. They should be able to win the championship and repeat as NBA champions. I think I think it's a foregone conclusion. And again, with you know the whole Draymond Green uh, suspension thing is going to really bite the league in the face in in the ass. If it's true that they did it, you know, as a means to try to make this a bit of a fair, a fair series, and then they turn around and still win it in six games, then it's really going to, it's really going to be a bad one. It's going to be really, really bad. Honestly, that's I saw this going to five games. Well, game six is tomorrow night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, call the series going through seven. Uh, I'm I'm fifty fifty with it. I'm very fifty fifty with it. I'm not sure. It's like I want to say that they will, and I don't want to. And I'm not sure if they. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they won't. So, I'm just I'm on a line. We could get a game six. We could. I mean, we could get. A, we could get a game seven. We can't. I don't think we're getting a game seven. I say. I say Golden State closes it out tomorrow night. Golden State closes it out tomorrow night and wins back to back NBA championships. And this this season, which is a record breaking season for them, will be valid in the championship tomorrow night. I mean, so that I just want to see them put the nail in the coffin and get to, and have them repeat the Warriors. They're making history. They made they made the playoffs like when they went last year. That was the first time they had been in the playoffs in like forty years, correct? When they were in the playoffs, when they yes. Uh, last year, that was the first time in 40 years they won a championship. For over 40 years right. they won a championship. Okay. They have been to the postseason since then. Hmm. Yeah, last season was their first championship in, in over 40 years. They revamped the hell out of that franchise. Yeah. This is what happens when you bring in the right people that builds you a that builds you a good team. Right. Yeah. Do you think they'll be able to do it a third time, fellas? Oh uh, yeah, because I mean, if they if they win if they win either game six or game seven, this will be their fifth championship, and it was it was tied them with the San Antonio Spurs with the fourth most. In the in the history of the NBA, mm. last year was their first championship in forty years. So I mean, it should be interesting. I mean, they got a chance for to get their fifth. And I would love to real see quick, that. Before we get off the, real quick before we get off the air, apparently uh, a Cavs fan has started a GoFundMe page to beg the team to bench Kevin Love for the rest of the finals. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Like, anyway, um... the fans' reasoning, the fans' reason is Kevin Love is playing like a bum and just taking up room on the court. Pay this man to take a seat and let the Cavs win these finals, end quote. Damn. Oh my gosh! Let it, yo. Cold blooded. And he mm. wants to raise ten million dollars. Okay. Wow. Uh, 
Any final thoughts? Oh yeah, trust me, I've seen it all. Um, Final (laughs) thoughts, y'all. Any final thoughts? That's it. Okay. Yeah. So you see. Okay, it's been real, fellas. It's been, folks. It's been real. It's been fun. We gotta go. Our recording time is out. Thank you for tuning in to the Skybox. You can catch us again. Next Wednesday and every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central Time. Tomorrow, make sure you uh, tune in for 2000 of Story Presents Mike Chat. Friday night, but of course, you know, we got his and hers. And we also want to have, I believe, the refresh on Sunday. Well, everyone, good night. Everybody get some sleep. You need to wake up for Thursday and use your work week. All right, y'all. Night, night. Peace.